Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Tanya Holcomb, and I'm grateful that you're joining me on a journey to honor your story, reclaim your power, and answer your soul's call for greatness. With conversations on self-love, true nourishment, and natural healing, featuring transformative stories of divine intervention, unshakable faith, and living life untethered, you'll be inspired and motivated to release what no longer serves you, pursue what you truly desire, and trust your path. No, it is no accident that you've arrived here. You seek truth, activation, and empowerment. Your seeking led you to exactly where you need to be. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. Today is going to be a conversation on desire. So just a little just a little background so I can put this all into context. One of the things this year that came through as really loud is that I needed to stop putting, um, like making assumptions about what people could handle from me. So in other words, if I was teaching a class on physical health, I would not bring in my spiritual teachings. I would push those to the side, like, hey, just stay in your lane. They're coming here for the physical health component. Let's not sprinkle in all the rest of the stuff that you know to be true. And this year, it was very loud and clear that that needed to stop. I needed to stop assuming that people weren't ready. And so with all of my programs that are rolling out this year, and there are several of them, it's an incredible lineup that we have. I am essentially infusing the work that I do with the podcast, the work that I've done with my Untethered Mastermind, the work that I've done with my personal coaching, with the coaches that I've worked with, and I'm bringing it all part of the physical health program. So we have programs. The program that's running right now is Body Talks. This is is a program that I have taught in the past in person. Um, it's it's really quite amazing like how much my life has changed in such a, a relatively short amount of time, but I have taught this class in person many times, and I can promise you that these are two completely different experiences. And so the previous in-person class would be sitting, and we'd be looking at our body, we'd be looking at our nails, and we would have a very much just looking at like our physical features, like not having any of the actual context of what we're doing at play, the greater picture, the understanding that what our body gives us is gifts and it's our job to be a great receiver. And so we break that all down in body talk to really start to build this incredible relationship with our body that is so key. It is absolutely the missing piece in so many health programs. And so a completely different experience. And it's a completely different experience because I'm listening to the divine tell me it's time to infuse your work, right? It's time to infuse your work. It's time to get this out there in such a bigger way and really bring it all the way home and not make assumptions of what people are ready for. So anyway, as part of the body talk program, we did a little bit of work with desire. 
Now, desire is a huge part of the work that we do in Untethered as part of my uh, mastermind. Huge part of the work. It is like the, <laughs> it's like the foundational component of the work. And what I have found is when I start to bring up desire in other settings, most people have no idea how to even begin working with this. And this is a problem. And so this, if this is you, right, this is where you're taking the pause and you're saying, I desire to allow this message to fully integrate right now. I am ready to begin working with desire. So here's what happens is I will ask somebody what I refer to as the magic question. Because from my learning, from my evolution of what I've experienced, from this rapid place of seeing my power as a co-creator, I have realized this is an embodiment that it always starts with the question of what do I want? So I'll ask you this right now. What is it that you want? And what I find is that most people, they are working from a place of conditioning. So they're working from a place of what they think they deserve. And if we don't have self-love where it needs to be, these desires are pretty sad looking. Or we have desire from what we think other people want for us. This is a big thing. This is what happens with with a lot of us growing up and we're in homes and our parents have expectations. So, So then we go to school to meet their expectations, but never once were we taught to stop and say, what do I want? We're just trying to make other people happy and by doing what they want or what makes sense. And so when we aren't activating our desire, our true desire, it's not that it goes away. It just kind of goes behind the scenes. Like you're not activating it. You're not talking with it. You're not working with it. So you're not listening. So even when you're getting the drop-ins, you're like, "Mm, not for me, or I wish that could be true, or maybe in a different life. And the other thing that I see happen is people are having desire that's not theirs, right? They see how somebody else is living and they're like, gosh, that life looks really great. Maybe I'll try to do that. But it's not authentic. It's not a sincere desire. So therefore, when they go to try to apply that to their life, it's not going to necessarily feel good. In fact, it's probably gonna feel worse because it's so out of integrity to who they are. This is so key that we understand how to activate and work with desire because this is how everything else functions. This is how life becomes easier. This is how the divine conspires for us. This is how the how shows up because so many times we have a desire and we're like, I have no idea how that would even be possible. And so then we don't claim the desire and the desire floats around It's still there. It's like a a cloud hanging over us, not necessarily a dark cloud, but this heaviness that we're not looking at, like it's there. So we don't feel so like completely satisfied with life because there's this thing in the background that we know is there, but we just don't know how it's going to work. So we keep ignoring it. Now, here's the truth. Until you claim it, you won't know how. And even when you claim it, it's not like you're going to get the guidebook of how this is going to work out. 
you're going to get one step at a time. My sister-in-law, she's amazing. She is, I remember it was like probably 14 years ago that she was dreaming of having her own cupcake business. She wanted to make cakes. She wanted to like make things so pretty for people. She wanted to do this for almost 15 years. Now, I'm not always great with the timeline, um, but for a while, she's wanted to do this, but she didn't know how. And I remember even as a few years ago, like this, this desire would just, it would resurface and she, she brought it up. She's like, I just, you know, maybe I'll make cakes, you know? And, and in between this whole way, she played with a lot of things, but they were never the desire of making cakes. Like she never allowed herself to fully lean into that because it didn't make sense. How was she going to make that work? Like all these things, right? And she's hung out with me long enough. She's done on tethered work. She's done this. And, and finally, you guys, like she claimed it. She claimed it. She says, this is what I'm going to do. And guess what? The name for her business dropped in and it was perfect and beautiful. And then the designer dropped in to do the branding. And then she gets her first cake order and then she gets her second cake order. And now she's got five cake orders and the sixth cake order. She's like, how is this happening? How? I'm not even, how? You will never know how. It doesn't work that way. If you try to know how and try to make sense of it, you're going to stay stuck. The only thing, your only responsibility is to claim it, is to have desire and claim it. Now, backing up a bit to the Body Talk program, when I asked the women, I want you to sit with your desire. I want you to tell me your desire for your health. It's like crickets in the room, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, I just want to thrive. I just want peace. I just want joy. And I want you to know that those things are already here. Like you get to tap into that energy, that power every single day. I want you to get more specific about what it is. What needle are you wanting to see move? And then claim it. And then step back and watch that thing move and then do it again and then do it again. This is the power. And the way that desire comes through, it's not from our place of ego. It's not from like, oh, she has really, um, a, you know, like I said, like a great life or, you know, I really love her body. I think I want that. No, this is sincere. This is what will only come through when you allow yourself to get out of the way. So one of my favorite ways to inspire this is telling my my clients to go for a dream walk. Like literally, like they can listen to their favorite music or they can just take the music out and just allow themselves to walk and dream. If, if you knew, if you fully knew and your cells were convinced that you get to have what you want, but it starts with you knowing what you want, wouldn't this become a pretty sacred process for you? When I understood that everything I want is already here, that I just can't see it yet, then you better believe that I started to get really serious about asking myself what I wanted because I get to have it. And then it's just a matter of when. I know that it's coming 
It's just a matter of when. And yes, there is aligned action that comes with this. The how is going to show up. The how is going to be there. But it only starts when we decide that this is what we want. And this comes from a place of conviction. Like, this is what I want. And I always tell people, like, you, the the worst place to be is in limbo. The worst place to be is to have a toe in here and a toe in there and a hand in there. Like, to be wishy-washy. Because when you're wishy-washy, you're not actually attracting any of the things that you want or to the degree of what you want them. You're getting back wishy-washy energy. And we see this, we can see this in the way that we show up to our jobs, the way that we show up in our roles, the way that we show up um, with our partners. So for instance, if I have a, a woman and she is miserable in her marriage, I will ask her, what is it that you want? What is it that you want? And if she answers from a place of what she thinks she can have, or she answers from a place of like, you know, she might say like something like, well, he's never going to change. So this is what I want. No, 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 no. What do you want? Well, what I really want is for our relationship to evolve. Awesome. Claim it. Now start showing up in that way. Because when you're wishy-washy, he's going to be wishy-washy back to you. And you guys aren't going to really move the needle anywhere. And being stuck and being stagnant and being in limbo and being wishy-washy, that is not high-vibing energy. We are here to evolve. So when we stop our own evolution, that doesn't feel good to us. We feel drained. We feel low. We don't really feel that turned on by life. And so claim it. Is this what you want? Claim it. And it's not about us getting the outcome that looks exactly the way that we thought it looked. It's about us claiming what is coming through as desire and trusting the process to unfold better than we could have ever imagined. Even if the outcome is different, what's most important is how we show up and how we work with desire. And the thing is, you know, as in the example with with my sister-in-law, like when it's a sincere desire, like it's going to hang around. It's going to keep hanging around. It's going to be right there. It's right there. Are you going to see me yet? Oh, you're still not going to see me. The way that we give ourselves permission to have what's coming through is very much rooted in the work that we do for self-love. Because when we are working with self-love, we are honoring that we are worthy, that we matter, and this changes the way that we dream. This changes the way that we have desires. Because again, we're not having desires from a place of what we think we deserve or what you know we think that we're worthy of. Like we actually get to tap into real desire. Like what really wants to come through. And it may not make sense. It may not make any sense. You may not be able to understand it, but when you trust it, that's how you get to see the way. That's how the things get to come through. It is the most powerful thing. And if you don't know, if you say, I don't know what I want. I don't, I don't know what I want. 
any time that you say I don't know is coding for you do know, you're just not willing to look. I don't know what to do. You do. You're just not willing to look there. I don't know what I want. You do. You're just not willing to get quiet enough for it to drop in because it scares you. But remember the part of you that it's scaring. It's scaring the part of you that's afraid to grow. It's scaring the part of you who wants to live small because that feels safe. And the reason why it feels safe is because it feels familiar. We know that growth is uncomfortable. We know that stretching ourselves is called stretching ourselves for a reason. But we know that this is the only path to getting what we want and living a life that just blows our mind. Your desires are going to be different from mine. That is the beauty of it. What is coming through for you is going to be different from what's coming through for me. The power is trusting. The power is saying like this is like so crazy and so scary and so unreal, but I'm going to trust this. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to claim it. I have a never-ending desire list going. And every single day, I spend time connecting to what I want. And I spend time with gratitude for what I have. This practice is something that I anticipate taking with me forever and ever because it has changed things for me. The more grateful I am, the more I celebrate what I have, the more I receive, The more that I know what I want, the more the how shows up and it shows up in these crazy ways. Like there's so many chapters of a book that I'm writing in my head, right? Of like, how? Like, how is this even possible? Like I just had an experience with with calling in something and I would check on this every day. I would check on this, like, is there any aligned action for me? And I would hear no. And then I would check in it again, and then I got a little bit more of a breadcrumb. And I can't tell you all this because it's kind of like, you know, kind of underground right now, but I'll tell you about it one day. And and like I said, it's like a chapter in the book, right? Um, And then then the day was like, today is the day. And then everything lined up so powerfully and magically, and I still was like literally in disbelief. Like somebody pinched me. Like how? This is crazy that it gets to work out this powerfully, this good, that things get to line up, that like, I didn't have to do any work. I just had to know what I want. And I had to say that I was ready for that to show up and it showed up. Now, sometimes there is things that you have to do. Sometimes, you know, you need to take a step by filling out an application, by making a phone call, by, um, you know, whatever it is, like asking for the raise, I don't know, like there may be things that you have to actually take action on that is part of it. But so many times, the magic starts unfolding as fast as we claim it. And we can't get caught up on the when, right? It's not a matter of when, like you know what's going to happen. It's trusting the process. It's walking with that faith. This is why in Untethered, the masterminds, both years that I've I've run the program, 
we literally climb a mountain. Because when we're going after the big things in life, right, the big things that may take some time for the universe to figure out all the behind the scenes, when we are walking up that mountain, we don't get to see the whole way. We only get to see what's right in front of us. And then we keep going. And there's a little bit of friction with that, right? Like it can feel like, I don't really know. This is really hard. Oh, is it going to happen? And then, we, and then we get to the top and we're like, it happened. It did happen. Oh my gosh, and it's even more beautiful than I could ever imagine. And then as you walk down, like you're in this flow and things are just happening and it's easy and you're laughing and you're talking and you're like, oh my gosh, and then you go do it again. This is the process of manifesting. This is the process of having desire and knowing full body that you get to have what you want. Now, there's so much more to be said about that. I mean, there is universal law that you can study, and I highly recommend it because when you anchor into law, it radically shifts your convictions. A lot of you are familiar with, um, you know, the law of abundance, right? So powerful, but there are lots of laws that speak to desire. There are actually laws of desire, and this is what um, Elizabeth Purvis, I've learned so much from her about desire about the laws of desire. I mean, she is straight up the real deal. I love her work. And she talks so much about how desire is is divine and that is the divine speaking through you, that your desires are not accident. She talks about how everything you want is already here, that you just can't see it yet, that you don't have to do anything but take aligned action. This is where when we have, we think we have to hustle hard. We think we have to push ourselves hard. We think we have to do all the things. We think we have to live in the in the vibration of overwhelm. But the minute that we step out of that and we start taking care of ourselves and we start nurturing ourselves and we start loving ourselves, like we get to do a whole lot less. The actual aligned action piece is very, very different from a glorified to-do list. That checking it off makes us feel good. And of course, as we're doing this, like we're walking with faith and we're walking with loving ourselves. And the more that we love ourselves, the more the desire comes through. And it makes sense. It makes so much sense that the more that we would love ourselves, the more things would come through. It is the most wild ride when you start putting yourself first. I was uh, at the grocery store this morning and I bought myself this beautiful bouquet of flowers. This is a a new thing that I've been doing because it just is in alignment to me right now. It just feels so good and I just, I love smelling them and I just, it just, it's just beautiful and I just love the way that I see them and it just makes me just feel like all sparkly inside, right? It's that vibe. It's that feeling. And the cashier was like, oh, wow, like you must really love someone. I was like, yeah, I do. And she's like, who's the special person? I said, it's for me. I'm buying them for me. And she was so taken aback by that, right? Like people are so used to us being thoughtful and being gifting for other people, but like not for ourselves, Yes, I'm buying myself this beautiful bouquet of flowers. 
because I can just feel them in my hand and I'm looking at them and it just makes me just feel good. It's just a vibe. It's a feeling. And all those feelings that we have, all those feelings that we're feeling is telling us if we're on the path, if we're a little bit off the path, if we are resisting, if we're pushing, if we're allowing, if we're not allowing, all of those things are telling us how we're doing. So when we are working with immense frustration, when we are working with anger and we're working with resentment and we're working with bitterness, it makes things harder. And it only makes things harder if we're not processing these emotions in real time. But if we, like, these emotions are never going to go away, right? They're going to be here. But when we learn to process them and free ourselves from them and release them and learn the lesson and move on, we're staying on the path. We are right there. So I invite you to do two things, three things maybe. One, to be completely honest with yourself. To go on a dream walk this weekend. To take a moment and just walk and dream. And to trust what comes through. To write it down. And I also want you to ask the question of what would my future self want? What would my future self say? You know how many times that when I just check in with my future self, she's like, she just reminds me that I am like right where I need to be to keep dreaming big, to keep going after what I want, to keep being convicted, to keep being working with desire, to trust the process, to have faith, to lean in, to surrender when that's being called, right? to create space for me, to nurture myself. Our future self doesn't say like, I want you to stay stuck in that energy of being angry and hateful and mad. And I want you to stay stuck right there. That's what's serving you. No, our future self is like, free yourself. Be free. Do the forgiveness work. Dream a little bigger. You got this. You get to have it. Just go for it. I will make sure that this works out better than you could have ever imagined. But I need you first to agree that you're worthy of it. I need you to claim it. I need you to claim it like it's yours because it is. When we start working with that energy of just knowing and trusting and believing and showing up. Do you see how that has the potential to change everything? When we decide to be convicted in the energy and the direction that we're going for our own evolution versus feeling like a victim and being stuck and being stagnant and and not really moving the needle any direction and feeling like you're just playing out the same things. What is that saying? Just a uh, same story, different day? No. Oh, there's so much more available. So we're learning 
to activate desire. This is a training process. This is a training process just like for those of my friends who don't drink water and I have to retrain their thirst mechanism by taking those small sips of water every single day. This is what we're doing here. We are training you to work with desire. And it starts with that first dream walk and that first trusting and being really specific about where you are right now and where is that next step of where you want to go. And then when you get to that place, like, oh, I'm here. Now where do I want to go? Oh, I'm here. Now where? Right? Like what is sincere that's coming through? What is calling to you? As always, I would love to hear from you uh, in the private Facebook group, Love Yourself Fiercely. And we have a pretty extraordinary event coming up inside Love Yourself Fiercely. So if you are not already in there, you will want to be in there. Whether you're listening to this in the, in the real time or you're listening to this way in the future, you will want to come back and visit this class. It is called Totality and it's going to be released next week. So please, if you haven't done so already, get in the group at Love Yourself Fiercely. I cannot wait to talk to you in there. So much love to you. Have a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello by joining me in our private Facebook group, Love Yourself Fiercely. Cheers to you for seeking truth and fiercely awakening.